Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. Racing fans, join us this Sunday and Monday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. We'll have special holiday racing on President's Day Monday, and it's also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes for California-bred fillies and mares at six furlongs, and on Monday, we'll honor one of the greatest cowbreds of all time, two-time Breeders' Cup Classic winner Tis Now with the $100,000 Tis Now Stakes at one mile. Attention families, our popular infield family fun zone will be open this Sunday. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with the Los Alamitos Winter Derby and the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship Finals this Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight's running of the Winter Derby is headed by the fastest qualifier, Ghost with a Fire. He'll face Stablemate and Grade 1 Futurity Runner-Up. Take a swig of this, plus top runners, Hey Shaker, Good Wagon, He's Chickless, and more. And on Sunday night, it's Round 3 in the Clash of Titans and the Brad McKenzie. World Champion Impressum will take on the outstanding Apolitical Pence, who is the only horse to have beaten Impressum at Los Alamitos, plus grade one winner Scoops Dynasty, stakes winner London Toby, and six other stars. And don't miss Night Racing's best bets at Los Alamitos with the early and late pick fours, plus our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights. We'll add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday if there's not a carryover. You can also enjoy all the best of the simulcast racing action at Los Alamitos, featuring the top daytime tracks from around the country. It's Quarter Horse Racing's best, led by Impressum and Apolitical Pence, this Sunday night at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Thank you, racing fans, and see you at the races. Thoroughbred owners and breeders, if you're looking for a full-service, professionally managed facility right here in Southern California, look no further than George Yeager's BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. From conception to starting gate, from breeding, mare care and foaling, to racetrack preparation, and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care, BG Thoroughbred Farm is the place for you. Owned by George Yeager and managed by Marcos Menabar, BG Thoroughbred Farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam 
home and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-8 mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass along with a layup barn that includes runout pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit bgthoroughbredfarm.com or give Marcos Manavar a call at 951-654-9100. BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammock. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626-448-6455. Mention Thoroughbred LA Radio and save 10% off your total invoice. Western Rooter, the best in the West. There they go. O'Hara lost the rider. Native Diver is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose rising. Victory has the weight advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's going to win it? Farm away, Marketry. Farm away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by Spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from Top Jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Ragnar Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. 
by the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room by the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. A two-hour edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, which is almost always the case here on the home of the Angels, AM 830. Boy, a lot to talk about this morning. How about uh, Frankie DeTore had four wins on the card uh, yesterday at Santa Anita. Uh, he doubled in the eighth and ninth races. The ninth was our main event, the $100,000 wishing well. And if you like Frankie yesterday, well, you got a $16.40 win mutual on the Leonard Powell train. Freedom Flyer, gate to wire down the hill and uh, held off the late charge of Big Summer, the California bred who actually ended up going favored at 9-5 to under Joe Bravo. She put in a heck of a run, but uh, kind of ran out of real estate. Freedom Flyer with Frankie, uh, again at 7-1, to paid sixteen forty. so a heck of a day for a guy who has announced his retirement following the two-day Breeders' Cup World Championships at Santa Anita uh, in November. Around the country, <clears throat> pardon me, the uh, the Risen Star, the main event uh, down at Fairgrounds yesterday, and they had an upset down there. It was the Brad Cox-trained Angel of Empire uh, returning 29-40 with Luis Saez aboard, and that was run in the dark. And again, these races that are run late in New Orleans, they're kind of tough to watch. It's tough to follow the horses. The lighting really is not near good enough, you would think, for a top-tier racetrack. Angel of Empire got an 87 buyer, and I should have noted, according to our morning line maker John White, Freedom Flyer here in the Wishing Well yesterday at 6.5 down the hill got an 89 uh, buyer speed figure. There was another three-year-old race run at Fairgrounds yesterday right in front of the Risen Star, and it was the grade two Rachel Alexandra uh, for three-year-old fillies at a mile and a 16th. And a big upset, a rough trip, who's your filly off the board? And the winner there was number five, Pretty Mischievous, with Tyler Gaffalione for Brendan Walsh. Joining me right now, as he always does, from upstate New York, going to be Jonathan Hardoon of the Rags and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Matt. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Uh, you know, always wanting to talk about the three-year-olds this time of the year, and we can't get around the Bob Baffert situation. Uh he ran second in court again. Uh, this was on Friday in Lexington, and the judge back there has uh, denied his appeal. And so uh, I, they've got one other option, apparently, and that would be to court go to court on February 28th uh, in Cincinnati. Actually, uh, Baffert was seeking a motion, uh, uh, seeking an injunction against his ban at Churchill Downs, but as of now... Uh, it looks like it's going to hold up through the 2023 Kentucky Derby, which means, John, uh, these big three-year-olds are going to start scattering because Churchill made it even tougher on Baffert. Uh, they said uh, if things aren't resolved by the end of this month, uh, these horses, if they want to get Kentucky Derby eligible, they've got to be uh, with other trainers. Well, did anyone really think he was going to win, Mike? Honestly, I mean, yeah. we've been going through this now for two years. Everybody knew what the outcome was going to be, and uh, 
for them to continue. I just think it's a waste of money, but uh, they, they're entitled to, to use every legal course they can. And if they want to continue fighting, go ahead. But uh, I don't think it's going to work. And, uh, you know, they had it in for him, and that's all That's all you could say. They, uh, listen, he got a great lawyer from Kentucky. Clark Bruce is supposed to be the best and everything else. Him and the judge didn't seem to hit it off too well, so I don't know how smart that move was, but uh, hmm. that's the way it goes. They're going to change Barnes uh, within the next few weeks, and uh, next year, hopefully, everything will be back to normal. By the way, as far as Frankie DeTore goes, Mike, it's just a joy watching him out there. He looks like he's having such a good time. You know, he really loves his profession. Uh, he's always smiling and happy. And uh, John, this 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 has been the hallmark of his success. And I got to interact with him a little bit yesterday, really for the first time, because he had his first big day. I mean, four wins. Right. Anybody who knows racing, he's a European superstar. He won seven races on one card uh, some years back in England, and and uh, you know he he gets it. You know, I, I I always when a jock wins three races, I want to get that photo up on our Twitter account, and he he knows what it's all about. You know, he's he's playing to the cameras, a phenomenal talent at age fifty two. <laughs> if he's lost a step, I don't know where it is, but you know, he's just got that bubbling energy. He's an agent's dream, and of course, he's handled by let's 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 call him the best in the business. Or if he's not. I mean, he's right there with anybody you want to mention, Ronnie Anderson. And it, it is kind of a joy to behold. I'm so glad he's here with us full-time for the time being. Yeah, again, it looks like he's having a great time. It, it, the trainers feed off him, the crowd yes. feeds off him. You know, it's just it's a nice one to see, and it's certainly good for the game. No question about it. Hey, back to the the, the, the Risen Star down at uh, at Fairgrounds yesterday. You're very familiar with Brad Cox and how he operates. He's loaded with three-year-olds himself. Angel of Empire now. He's on the lead in the points race. He's in the gate for the Derby. They don't even have to run again. I think he's got 52 or 53 points. He picked up 50 yesterday. Got an 87 buyer speed figure. I mentioned he was a long shot, 13 to 1. He paid 29.40. How good is he, do you think, John? I don't think he's that good, to be honest with yeah. you, Mike. I think the race kind of fell apart. You know, Cox had three horses in the race. He had Victory Formation, who Flavian Pratt went out to ride. He was the favorite, I believe, or close to it. And he had a horse named Tappage Townquest, and they were much higher on both of those horses than the horse that won. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, they're three-year-olds. They're allowed to wake up and, and feel a lot better, and there's always room for improvement with lightly raised horses. But I said it on the show yesterday. I don't think we were going to see the Derby winner in that field. But again, you, you, if you get a chance to run, you have to run. You don't get many opportunities like this. Yeah. And if you're in the game, you, you're in the game to, to get this chance. So I'm sure the connections will want to go. As far as the Rachel Alexander, Hoosier Philly had a very tough trip. They were so high on this horse. You know, Tom Amos, the trainer, is a sheet style, and uh, the numbers were competitive with the Colts, and they were yeah. actually thinking of running this horse maybe somewhere to get points for the Derby, but I think they would have to reconsider after yesterday's performance. But in your opinion, she had legitimacy. See, I still haven't seen the race. I know Kurt Hoover and a couple of guys uh, following the race. Uh, Kurt was really of the opinion that she, she had legitimate excuses yesterday. Your yeah, take on it, John. 
She had a very tough trip, Mike. She was off poorly. She was between horses. She just never looked like a winner. You know, you watch races long enough, you could tell when a horse is interested. She just never looked good yesterday during the running of the race. You know, again, she was in a bad spot when he took her outside. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I hope they don't change riders and do something drastic, but you never know. You know, Edgar Morales is riding, and I'm sure all the high-profile jock agents were on the phone oh, yeah, that right. Yeah, <laughs> hey, 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 and John, before we get your selection, remiss if we didn't note regarding the Bob Baffert situation, the good news for him is, and it's, you know, uh, good news in, in a very relative sense. Unlike last year, uh, he's going to be able to run in the rest of the Triple Crown. I mean, he was okay last year to run in the Preakness, but this year everything's cool in New York. So he's going to have to sit out the Kentucky Derby unless they pull a rabbit out of the hat in court in Cincinnati if they opt to go there one more time. But uh, it, it looks like he'll sit out the Derby, but then he's back center stage if he so chooses in the Preakness in Belmont. So I guess you could look at the glass half full if you want, but you know and I know. Maybe a third full. Well, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a bitter, bitter, bitter pill. No question. You know. I mean, listen, he lives for the Derby, Mike. He's in the Derby. Yes. That's his his goal is to get Derby horses, and he's there every year. So obviously he does something right. But uh, apparently Kentucky has it in for him, and – Let's see what happens. Well, anyway, John, uh, we'll get you for Santa Anita on the back end of the show. But right now, uh, I don't know where you're going. Oakland, uh, are you going to Aqueduct? Where, where are you going to go for hour one uh, here for a top choice? We're going to the big day, Michael. We're going to look at the seventh race today at Aqueduct. The Marlins three sixteenth on the main track. And I like the number one horse in here, win the day. Uh, people in Southern California are certainly familiar with this horse. He ran last year in the Santa Anita Derby against Tiger. Anyway, last couple of races were at Turfway. Now finds his way to New York. He's going a mile and three sixteenths. He can handle the distance. He can handle the dirt. Dylan Davis support. Five to one on the morning line. I like number one. Win the day to upset win today. Seven place. I did after that. J O N H A R D O N dot com. What's there? We've been spaced in the still called $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Oakland, and Santa Anita selections. And by the way, Mike, the card tomorrow at Santa Anita, terrific betting card they put together for special delivery. I thought so too. And uh, make sure you listen to the top of our two. We got Phil D'Amato on. He's loaded tomorrow. And he's also got the morning line favorite. Uh, in today's feature race on dirt, that's the uh, the spring fever for California bred fillies and mares. He's got Alice Marble on the inside. Phil at the top of the next hour. John, we'll catch you on the back end. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet. Hey, before we get to uh, Louisville and say hello to Ron Flatter, I wanted to welcome aboard a, a, a good and a longtime friend of mine, uh, outstanding trainer for so many years. His name is Craig Lewis. And I know he had a very gratifying win yesterday uh, with Catalina Eddie breaking his maiden in his second career start. This is a California bred by Square Eddie. Uh, he took yesterday's uh, third race at six and a half on the grass. And uh, right now we'll say hello to Craig up at his barn at Santa Anita. Hey, Craig, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Mike. I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing? Uh, any better, we'd be concerned. Listen, Craig, before we talk about your win yesterday... I, I wanted to do a little retro here with you because, you know, last weekend we were we were talking about Burt Backrack for good reason. I mean, 
uh, made some very, very positive contributions to our game. He was obviously uh, beyond a giant in the world of music, composing, uh, songwriting, uh, you name it, multiple uh, Oscars, Grammys, and everything else. Uh, and, and, you know, you faced off with Bert one time of note, and that was in the 1995 Santa Anita Derby. We mentioned Afternoon Delights as being one of the best horses Bert ever had, and you you beat him by a nose with a horse named Larry the Legend who was owned by your brother, and uh, Gary Stevens had come back from Hong Kong where he was riding full-time for a while. There was a lot of drama going into the race. We've talked about this before, Craig, but, you know, I covered the race. At that time, I was uh, just kind of doing some reporting for uh, Chris Lincoln and uh, the Budweiser Thoroughbred Digest, which at that time I think was on Thursday nights on ESPN. I was trackside the winner's circle. Craig, I, I don't ever remember a louder crescendo than we had that day, and Al Michaels was there for ABC in that 1995 Santa Anita Derby. It ended up being the last time Larry ran, but I know those those memories will will never go away for you. Well, it was just a terrific experience, and we are very fortunate to win. And uh, as you mentioned, Afternoon Delights went into the race undefeated, and he was a great horse, and uh, that's one of the best stretch runs I've ever seen. I'm sure I'm biased because I had the winner. Yes. But, uh, yes, but it was uh Quite, quite rewarding. I mean, it was just an unbelievable day. And, and to think, you know, we were on over-the-air television, ABC, a guy of the magnitude of Al Michaels. I just looked a little video clip before we came on. I remember kibitzing a little bit with Al in the winner's circle. He's a guy who's always got his eye to the tote board. I can tell you that, Larry, uh, Craig. But that, that was a day for the ages. It truly was. And, you know, you've had some other big wins as well. What did you win, the 87 or the 88 Hollywood Gold Cup with Cutlass Reality? Was it 88? Yes, it was 88 where he defeated uh, back-to-back derby winners, Alasheba and Ferdinand. And wow. Along, along the way that year, he beat four Eclipse Award winners. Wow. Gulch and Precisionist as well. He was a, a sensational racehorse. You know, you won another derby. That was the Illinois Derby. Horse named Music Mercy. Took you a while to get your money, huh, Craig? Just a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was an inquiry there, and it went on. They, it was appealed, and then uh, uh, we eventually were declared the winner. And then uh, a year later, uh, Sportsman's Park, where they ran the race at that time, they uh, they paid up. So yeah. it ended up well for us. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Hey, well, listen, uh, I wanted to also touch upon the fact uh, Clubhouse Ride, this brilliant son of candy ride. I mean, he, hey, he was a good racehorse. He made over a million, but he's outrun everything as a stallion here in California. Uh, first of all, how old now is Clubhouse Ride? And I know he stands uh, up there at Legacy near Sacramento. Uh, fill us in on him and maybe how many mares you've got booked at this time. Well, um, he's, uh, I think he's about 13 now, but he's, uh, we, we thought he'd make a good stud, but he's even exceeded expectations. Oh, yeah. And as you stated, he's at uh, Pete and Ev Perella's farm, Legacy, a magnificent farm. They've done a great job up there, and Terry Knight's in charge, and everybody knows he's a great horseman. And uh, I've spoken to him a couple times now about the coming two-year-olds, and he's he thinks there's some nice ones in there, so uh, 
he keeps just putting them out. He's a he's the gift that just keeps giving. He's really uh, exceeded expectations, like I said. Now, listen. Uh, in in terms of a fee for twenty twenty three, uh, any breeders listening, if if they call the farm and say they heard about it here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles, uh, can can you do anything for them, Craig? Well, I think uh, just just breeding to them is going to be tough. <laughs> no, in other words, you're not going to charge them any extra for listening, right? But no, no, no. Yeah, I think I think even now at uh, seventy five hundred, he's a bargain. Uh, so uh, okay. Uh, He's been very productive. That's where I was going. And, and the point I'm making overall, Craig, is uh, you, you've been doing this. That is showing up with a stopwatch, uh, breeding, owning, training for, what, about 43 years now? How long? Yes, that's correct, Mike. You're you're all in, Craig, to put it mildly. Uh, one of the best sons of Clubhouse Ride, we understand, is getting close to a return and this guy, uh, I, if he's not the fastest horse on the grounds, uh, then he's right there. His name is Brickyard Ride. You've given him quite a bit of time off. When is he due back? Do you know? Well, he's about a month away. Uh, Juan Hernandez has worked him the last couple times, and uh, he's looked very good. And uh, we're hoping he can return to the form that he once showed. But uh, in his career so far, he's won 12 races and seven stakes, and he won four in a row. At Santa Anita yeah. last year, so um, if he can return to what he once was, we'll have some more fun. Do you think he can, Craig? Looking at it objectively, you never know till Judgment Day, but he's trained forwardly. Right. Hey, last thing. Uh, I know it was a gratifying win for you yesterday uh, with Catalina Eddie in his second start, and the Japanese jockey uh, Kazushi Kimura rode him back. I, I really like this kid. 2019 Eclipse Award winning apprentice and the leading rider last year up at Woodbine. You won a gate to wire in 116 flat and and I know this this was a big win for you. Nice pot, 67,000. You're a big believer in a California bred program and I know you're very, very happy to have this horse going in the right direction. Well, we got pretty lucky. We bought him for 30,000 and uh, he... Uh, justified the purchase uh, the first two times he ran. He ran really well on his debut. Uh, caught a buzzsaw, but that race is going to prove to be very good. Uh, the horse that finished fourth in there uh, won the first race, the division of the first and third, and uh, Catalina Eddy won the third impressively. He broke tardy, but he was he had enough quickness to get up in there, and uh Kamura rode him very aggressively. He's a very good rider. I really think he's got a future. Yeah, he hustled him, no question. And and that's something you don't quite often see at Woodbine, but he's adapted to the way things roll around here. Last question, why did you go from the main track to turf with Catalina Addy yesterday? Well, he's bred for the grass, and uh, uh, it was the available race, and he was ready to go, so we ended up in there. I wasn't that happy to get the one, but he overcame it. So uh, yep. that's what good horses do. No question about it. Hey, looking forward to seeing Brickyard ride uh, on on the comeback trail and continued success with that magnificent stallion clubhouse ride uh, up there at Legacy Ranch near Sacramento. Craig Lewis, thank you so much for your time and all the best to you. Thank you, Mike. Pleasure being with you. Likewise. Uh, let's get down to the bluegrass right now. Do we have him? Uh, Ron Flatter on behalf of of Horse Racing Nation and so much more. Hey, Ron, good morning. 
Uh, you know, I'm, I'm um, Mike. I'm in the worst gambling slump of my life. So you know, uh, you should should tread lightly. Send well, a hazmat team around me. You you're not going to commit suicide or anything serious, are you? Well, I actually went to go to one of the bridges last week here in Louisville, and it, it, it was it was closed. I, yeah. you know, oh, there you go. How bad things are going for me right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen, uh, in, in kind of hushed tones here, Ron Flatter, folks. Ron, you were the first guy with the news, I believe, on the Baffert situation. You've covered it in its entirety. You tweeted out that uh, he had been denied uh, his injunction uh, against the ban at Churchill Downs. Uh, is this going to be the last stop in court on this on this uh, this this Baffert Kentucky Derby ban? Do you think his lawyer Clark Brewster says no? He says they will appeal, and the higher court now is in Cincinnati, the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. Mm-hmm. That's the last step before the Supreme Court. There's no certainty that either of these courts would take the case, although the Sixth Circuit certainly could uh, be asked in a rush because of the February 28th deadline to move horses or else be ineligible for the Derby, that specter that faces Baffert. They could be asked, listen, can you grant us a temporary restraining order? And if the answer is no, then, as uh, Clark Brewster told me, this stops becoming an injunction case and it becomes a damages case. So they know that the clock is ticking here with literally only nine days to go. Uh, it's a federal holiday tomorrow, mm. and Clark Brewster told me that, you know, since he's also arguing an unrelated case in a federal court in Wisconsin, he's in there on Tuesday. So it sounds like if he's going to do anything, it could be midweek to try to move forward here but also trying to read between the lines. I'm not a thousand percent sure they're going to go forward, but we'll find out soon enough. Just speculating, this is just kind of talk around the racetrack. Is there any danger of further stirring up the hornet's nest in the corporate headquarters there at Churchill Downs Incorporated to where they might decide to get even more punitive with Bob? Is that a possibility? Well, considering egos are on uh, in play here, I mean, I had I had someone who's uh, involved in racing. I'll, I'll leave it at, at arm's length with that. Who once said that between all the egos that might be going on here, that it would be difficult to get halfway in the room. Uh, the that's part of it. I think that is at play here. I really feel that Bill Carstanchen from Churchill Downs uh, took what happened in 2021 with Medina Spirit personally or at least he's certainly playing like that i've been told the same thing ron that he yeah. was really vitriolically upset and i've never met the man and even Nor in I. court the testimony in court backed that from churchill's track president mike anderson so you go forward here the one thing i would say that would be uh something that churchill better keep in mind the one charge smidgen of a victory that baffert got in court when the rulings were posted at two o'clock eastern on friday was the fact that he was not given full due process by Mm -hmm. churchill and should have been granted a post suspension hearing before the penalty was announced right no 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 a post suspension hearing. i see that they could actually, that the judge said, sure, you have the right to impose the sanction based on all of the things you wrote, but because you're an actor for the state of Kentucky, 
licensing with uh, holding trainers licenses in exclusivity because you can't go anywhere else if you know if, you, if there were races are at Churchill where else are you going to go in Kentucky with your training license at that point in, in the year because of that they're an actor for the state then that means they should have held a post suspension hearing give, to give them a chance to to appeal much as was most Naira was forced to do in the case that uh, in which Baffert had his suspension there cut from two years to one. Mm-hmm. So with that, if, if, uh, if Churchill Downs wants to do that, then they're going to fly in the face of that one small victory that Bob had in court last week. Well, that's interesting. Well, it, it, let me ask you this. If, if you were down to your case 20, would you bet that, that Brewster and you know Bob's team, they're going to proceed, they're going to move forward from here? Or do you think they're going to say... Look, this is enough. If you had to lay some money down, well, um, what did I t- what have I told you the last two weeks on this about lawyers? I learned <laughs> long ago: do not bet on lawyers and court cases and predicting what will happen. I learned that long ago. But that's I mean, no surprise. fun, Ron. You're now required as a as a you know a regular guest on this show to prognosticate. And Take your a stand. Honor, objection, Your Honor, objection. The witness is being led, and he's been asked to answer. <laughs> All right. We'll leave it at that. Now I'm going to go way far afield. Sure. Does Aaron Rodgers come back for the Packers this year? No. Oh, no. No chance. Good Lord, no. And I don't, you know, I don't know Aaron Rodgers other than the fact we went, you know, we were uh, we were high school classmates 25 years apart. The, the one thing that I'm hearing from people who are close in the NFL, and, and really I'm just listening to reporters who are plugged in, I, it's close to unanimous that he's not coming back there. And so the question is, does he go somewhere else or does he go away? You know, And the, and the whole triangle of darkness thing is just a hoot. I mean, it's just there to make people squirm and ask questions and talk. <laughs> but the two places that it seem he's going to land are either the New York Jets or the Las Vegas Raiders. The New York Jets would be silly enough to do it because they took one previously washed-up quarterback from Green Bay, tried it with him, and it didn't work out, although they did have a nice run at the first half of that particular season. When was it? 20, oh, whenever it was, with uh, Brett Favre. Mm -hmm. And so would they dare do that again? I mean, the the Jets have a history of doing that. Boomer Esiason, who actually did pretty well for them. Vinny Testaverde, who actually did pretty well for them. Brett Favre, who did not. And now do they go with Aaron Rodgers? But I actually think that because the decks are cleared, uh, that the, the better possibility is that he would wind up uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you know, And I've also heard look, that the, the New Orleans Saints could be a possibility. The Saints have no cap room. That's the problem they have yeah. there. They have no money to spend. And, and why would Aaron Rodgers go somewhere where there's Not, you know, no money being spent? No way. Las Vegas, close to yeah. his home state. It just makes a lot of sense to agree with you. Ron, we're getting short on time, and it's my fault. But uh, real quick, your take on the on the the PI at the end of the Super Bowl? What'd you think of it? Well, I had (laughs) I I had money. I had a I've lost every single bet I made on the Super Bowl, and I could blame it on that. And I thought it was a horrible call, and I actually did something I rarely do on Twitter. I never put a profanity on Twitter. Uh I have since taken it down. But uh, yeah, that, so now I think you know what I think of it. And if you if you poke the bear a little more, Mike, you might get that profanity here, and then we you know then we'll all be looking at our Jim Healy used to call it. Eyes. Jim Healy used to call it horseshoe. We'll yeah. leave it at that. Now, uh, do you have a best oh, bet wow. for radio today? 
<laughs> well, you know, you have one of my best, if you want to call it best. Uh, first race to Santa Anita today. Uh, let's go to the number eight horse, Barton Strong, a first-timer for Carla Gaines. Uh, not so much the sire, Dixie Caps, but I'm looking at uh, the, the dam. Mighty Frio uh, was a winner of five turf races, uh, and uh, in fact, five for six on the turf. So I'm going to hope that those bloodlines translate here uh, in this race. So four to one with Joe Bravo up. Good to see Joe uh, back in the irons, too. Bunch of bullet works uh, for this uh, four-year-old uh, gelding, and mm-hmm. so... Uh, thank, we're going to hope that the mama side comes out for the boy. By the way, this is like the gelding special here. All geldings except for one entire uh, six furlongs on the turf coming out of the chute in the opener today. For four- and five-year-old maidens, I'm not sure the last time I saw a race written like that. I, I have idea. never seen it. Very unusual. <laughs> anyway, Ron Flatters is race one at Santa Anita. First post, yeah. 1230. It's number eight, Barton Strong. Ron, thank you so, so much. Appreciate it. Martin Strong, flatter week. See you later. <laughs> I, I like that. Hey, anyway, folks, uh, we'll take a quick time out. Coming back very strong. Uh, we're going to have John Lindo with us. Orlando Gutierrez, big, big race named in honor of Brad McKenzie. A grade one with a couple of heavyweights squaring off for the third time tonight under the lights at Los Alamitos. Stay with us. I want to Radio. AM 30. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com, TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. 
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway, or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always a accommodating we can't wait to go back there you have it take the 605 to the 405 exit at seal beach boulevard west to pacific coast highway and you're there at 16401 pch go ahead and get away for the day make your sunset suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 that's sunset suites at 562-592-2292 life's a beach so enjoy it at sunset suites From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring... coffee bean that is only found in this 20 after they add these up they don't count the low style races in the form that gets confused they don't count those thousand yard races you know yeah and it, it, it does confuse you but yeah, anyways does. that he, he has won six six in a row now we're trying to uh, milton pineda owned by bellico racing and medina he's by curling to mischief out of the uh chester house near crystal house and I think the total earnings now, trying to do it quick in my head, over $250,000. Heck of a $25,000 claim by the current connections last October. See through it. Now, bread of the week. And, John, California bred uh, Phillies and Mares Center stage today. Six furlongs on the main track in the $100,000 spring fever. We're going to have Phil D'Amato on the top of the, the next hour. He's got uh, the Nick Alexander homebred Alice Marble. At the rail with Flavion Pratt at seven to five. Quick word about Sammy's original down where the five and the four oh five collide at Lake Forest Drive. They've got a big ten year anniversary thing going with retro pricing. That's unbelievable, John. Yeah, you can get two twenty thirteen prices on your food down there when you're playing in the uh, satellite wagering section. And if you're a, a Rainbow Six player, you go down to the Sammy's, you play your Rainbow Six ticket. If you're the only ticket winner, not only will you pick up the jackpot from Santa Anita. But Sammy's going to hand you a twenty-five thousand dollar check to go with it. That's a pretty good bonus. So if you can't get up to Santa Anita to watch it live, get over to Sammy's and play down there. And I'll tell you what: uh, when, when you go to Sammy's, tell him you heard about it here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles Saturdays and Sundays. John, let's get right to it. I know you're uh, down there in the race book at the South Point. Who do you like today at Santa Anita? Now to the ninth and final, Mike, in the ninth race, number nine, Daniel Song. Uh, debuted in a fast race on the dirt last time. This horse, she's bred top and bottom for grass. Gets on the grass today, blinkers on, Lasix on, drops in for a tag, gets it all. Uh, all the switches are, uh, excuse me, not a not for a tag, regular made special weight, but the switch to the grass is the key here. Uh, Vladimir Saren won her uh, is riding 4-1, to one, number 9, Dane Hill Song, race 9, Santa Anita. Okay, terrific. That's the ninth and final, and want to remind everybody, uh, we are running tomorrow at Santa Anita. It's really a good card. Looking forward to it. John, as you know, we've been a little thin in spots from time to time. Inventory continues to be an issue. 
It does. The, the grass races are filling. we got to get some more dirt ho- horses out here in Southern California. But we've got 10 races tomorrow. That'll be fun. So looking forward to that. Very, very much so. Say hello to Mary Jungers. Uh, she's short time now at the South Point. And to Ralph Sirocco as well. All the best to you, John. Thank you. You got it, Mike. Good luck today. All right. Uh, we'll slide down Catella and say hello now to Orlando Gutierrez. Heads up the publicity efforts under the lights and just about any time uh, they're at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Orlando, good morning. We missed you last week, but I know you enjoyed sleeping in. I did, Mike. Thank you so much. It's good to be back and good to be talking to you again. You got 10 races tonight. You get underway at 530. And the 10th and final, $145,000 grade one Brad McKenzie. And I mentioned you've got a couple of heavyweights squaring off uh, in the rubber game of a, a, a three-game set. Absolutely. We got the round three of a tremendous matchup as the world champion in Presum coming off of an uh, incredible come-from-behind victory in the trials to the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship. And he's going to be taking on the two-time champion of champions winner and the defending winner of this race, Apolitical Pants. Uh, Apolitical Pants had a as hard as impressed on how to work, uh, Apolitical Pence had the completely different story in the trials. He had a really, really solid performance, easy victory, uh, didn't have to expend too much energy. That was very pleasing to our trainer, Monty Arosa. So he's hoping that maybe that little extra uh, energy saver will give him a little bit of a, of a chance to defeat Impressum, who was just giant in the trials. Mike, he was a length behind a really fast horse in Scoop Dynasty and still caught him at the wire and continue powering on in the Galapas. So Impressum looking to continue to do what he did last year, which was just dominate here for most of the year. We'll see if he can do it in the Brad McKenzie tonight. And Impressum 3-5 to five on Ed Burgard's morning line, a political pence at 3-1. to one. I, Just in a general sense, Orlando, and I know you, you don't have a trainer's license, but you've been around this game yep. for decades. Both of these horses ran in trials on January 29th, uh, you know, and, and, and they're squaring off tonight at 400 yards. Do these trainers have to do much of anything with these horses? Walk them for a week, maybe, and then gallop? Tell us what's involved here. You know, it depends. Uh, you know, the kind of effort that impressed him had was he had to work so hard in the race. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think that he stayed or kind of took it easy with him, just make sure that, uh, you know, kind of uh, was finding the gate a couple of times when he took him, stood, stood him in the gate just to see him mm-hmm. uh, kind of come away from there cleanly, get get that good feeling back because he had a really rough start. I mean, he was he was sixth in the uh, out of the gate out, wow. of, out of six horses, and like I said, if you look at the drone shot that we have at Los Al, he was so far back over a length early on. Even after passing the gap, he was still about three quarter lengths behind. So uh, seeing how the horse worked, talking to Heath after the race, he was. You know, he he didn't like the fact that Impressum had to work so hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it that he kind of took it really easy on yes. the horse, as opposed to uh, uh, a political pants, who's just a veteran, has been here at Los South for such a long time, runs at 400 yards all the time. Uh, Monty knows what he's got on this horse, and uh, you know they, they ran in the uh, in the Champion of Champions not too long ago, which was a 440 yard race. That's a pretty grueling distance for these quarter horses as fast as they're going. I'm gonna think that they both of them, they were both. Uh, kind of pretty lightly trained coming into this race. Uh, the money be on the line tonight. They're as fit as they can be. Uh, you mentioned the drone. I will say this. Uh, you know, I was a bit of a skeptic initially, but it, it has really been a great addition. And the guys doing it on the roof, they work hard. I, I wouldn't want to do it. Expose to the elements all day long and so on and so forth. 
but I know the stewards have fi- have found it uh, to be valuable on occasion. Uh, we had an inquiry determined by that drone shot around the far turn a few weeks ago because there's an area over there where it's always been, you know, considered a gray area. You really can't tell did the inside move out or the outside move in. That drone shot, it, it, it gives you something you never had before. I'm glad it's here. Absolutely. Uh, Jim Porep of Pegasus Communications, he's manning the drone most of the nights at Los Alamitos. does a tremendous job. And uh, you're right. From a quarter horse standpoint, I think that's, that's uh, as good a shot as you can get. You get everything, and I think the stewards will agree with that. You can see how far the horses are. You can see uh, how they break in, how much bumping there is, how much space there is in between these horses. If horses are kind of getting in front of them uh, and, and kind of eliminating their path, just a tremendous shot, and uh, we're just so happy to have it here at Los Al. I actually saw Jim down at the starting gate early in the day yesterday at Santa Anita. It was a mile race, and, and anybody who's known Jim Porup with Pegasus over yeah. the years, you don't even have to pay him down there at night to do their drone. He, he'd do it for free. He's flying a kite. He's a gadgeteer. You know that, Orlando. Anyway, uh, we, we digress. Ed Burgard's coming back uh, pretty soon, I think, filling for Michael Rona, taking a three-week holiday down under. But uh, as far as a best bet tonight goes, who is it there at Los Alamitos with 10 races? Well, we have a $10,000 added money in the pick six tonight. But I'm going to go with race one, the opening leg of the pick four, the early pick four. And I'm going to go with number seven, Nashira Spire, three to one on the morning line. Uh, Had a really, really rough start last out. Pretty much eliminated the chances to win. Uh, Ended up finishing a pretty good uh, fourth from the looks of it. Uh, She's facing Phillies and Mares again. But I think from outside post seven, we'll get a little bit of a better start. Should be a lot closer to uh, the, the horse that I think will be the leader, number two, met at the dance. Serapio Figueroa having a really good meet out here at Los Al. Number seven, Nashira's Fire, will be my pick. Race one at Los Al. And again, you get underway uh, with a 10 race card at 5.30 tonight. They're at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Thank you so much, Orlando. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, we'll step aside briefly. And uh, before we do, folks, want to remind you about the David Wilson, uh, the, the Wilson Automotive Group. Uh, Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Supply chain no longer an issue. Their inventories are buffed out, and you will not beat the follow-up customer service. I speak from personal experience on multiple occasions at David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. Tremendous supporters of racing and of this show here on AMA 30. If you get into any of the Wilson Automotive Group stores, please tell them you heard about it right here on Thoroughbred Los Angeles. We'll be right back with private clocker Toby Terrell of Winner's Car. Don't go away. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. 
Racing fans, join us this Sunday and Monday for great racing and good times at spectacular Santa Anita. We'll have special holiday racing on President's Day Monday, and it's also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes for California-bred fillies and mares at six furlongs, and on Monday, we'll honor one of the greatest cowbreds of all time, two-time Breeders' Cup Classic winner Tis Now with the $100,000 Tis Now Stakes at one mile. Attention families, our popular infield family fun zone will be open this Sunday. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292 That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292 Life's a beach so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Nemo's is as steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. And welcome back. Final segment, Hour 1, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Don't forget, folks, we do run tomorrow. Ten race card on President's Day. It's also Dollar Day at Santa Anita. We get underway at 1230. Don't have much time. Let's get to the race, great race place and say hello to Toby Terrell of Winner's Card. Toby, good morning. How are you? Doing great out here, Mike. Terrific. We've had good weather, but we understand there is some rain uh, forecast later in the week. Let's get right to it. Who do you like for radio today? Well, let's get right to it. Let's go to the first race of the day. And uh, number seven, Orth, I believe, is spotted for the old diploma here for my longtime buddy, Eric Kruljak, uh, who's got to be happy with the way things are going for his son, Ian, at the meet. But let's get Eric home uh, in the first race with number seven, Orth. And I'll tell you what, Eric Kruljak, center stage tomorrow with a very special California bread. Uh, in the tis now by the name of the chosen Vron at a flat mile and two to five on John White's uh, morning line. Encourage everybody, if you're going racing at Santa Anita, uh, it's the best $5 you're going to spend. That's winner's card, the yellow sheet by Toby Terrell. It's available on track, and also you can get it online at casetherace.com. Toby, thank you so much. Get back to clocking, and we'll talk next week. Okay, Mike. Okay, folks, and, and don't forget about the Coast to Coast Pick 5, and this is a great bet, a $1 uh, minimum wager, 15% takeout, leg one today, early, 12.08 Pacific, that's race seven from Goldstream. Going to step aside, coming back with Phil D'Amato, got horses in today and tomorrow at Santa Anita. Don't go away. Preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire, where Angels Baseball lives. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23 221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 100
120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at sammysoriginal.com. Racing fans, join us this Sunday and Monday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. We'll have special holiday racing on President's Day Monday, and it's also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes for California-bred fillies and mares at six furlongs, and on Monday, we'll honor one of the greatest cowbreds of all time, two-time Breeders' Cup Classic winner Tis Now with the $100,000 Tis Now Stakes at one mile. Attention families, our popular infield family fun zone will be open this Sunday. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. Hey everybody, if you've got plumbing needs, commercial or residential, give my good friends at Western Rooter a call. Family owned and here to help, Western Rooter does it all and does it better 24-7. From clogged drains to complete copper repipes to water heaters, conventional and tankless, Western Rooter is here to help and will solve whatever issues you may have on time and under budget. Western Rooter, serving the Arcadia, Pasadena, and greater LA area for more than three decades. Call now at 626 448 6455 mention thoroughbred la radio and save 10 percent off your total invoice western rooter the best in the west thoroughbred owners and breeders if you're looking for a full service professionally managed facility right here in southern california look no further than george yeager's bg thoroughbred farm in hemet from conception to starting gate from breeding mare care and foaling to racetrack preparation and state-of-the-art rehabilitative care bg thoroughbred farm is the place for you owned by george yeager and managed by marcos menabar bg thoroughbred farm is located atop 51 acres of prime sandy loam and is just 90 minutes from Santa Anita, Del Mar, and Los Alamitos. With a 5-8 mile training track that includes a starting gate, BG has 28 pastures with year-round grass, along with a layup barn that includes run-out pins and numerous sand pins for turnouts that'll keep your horse safe and ready to return to racing. For more information or to schedule a tour, visit BGThoroughbredFarm.com or give Marcos Menavar a call at 951-654-9100 BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hammett. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred.
If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard, west to Pacific Coast Highway, and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by spectacular Santa Anita Park. Proud host of the Breeders' Cup World Championships in November. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By BG Thoroughbred Farm in Hemet. Come see us and check out our stallion roster for 2023. Visit our website or schedule an in-person farm tour with Marcos Menavar. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Catch a cowbred and experience that golden feeling. By the Rags and Sheets, the number one choice of top jockey agents, trainers, and players like you nationwide. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Beat the heat and get into Sunset Suites. By Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. By the all-new Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call Mary Jungers and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. And now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabri, and once again, a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Hope you're having a great weekend wherever you may be. And it's a big weekend at the Great Race Place. That's right, we do run tomorrow, President's Day, 10 race card. We get underway at 12.30, and it's Dollar Day, $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. A tremendous weather forecast. Really hope you can join us today and tomorrow. Uh, Today, it's a nine-race card, our feature race for California-bred fillies and mares. As we noted in Hour 1, the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes uh, at six furlongs, and the trainer of the morning line favorite, Alice Marble, she's 7-5 on uh, John White's line. Uh, Phil D'Amato joins us right now, and uh, we're glad of it. Hey, Phil, good morning. Thanks for taking time. 
Good morning, Mike. Anytime. Hey, first of all, I want to just set the stage uh, now with 23 days uh, in the books going back to the day after Christmas. You're, you're laying third right now with 12 wins, five off. Bob Baffert, Doug O'Neill in the stakes one category. And that's a pretty important one. Uh, you're second with six uh, stakes victories, three behind Bob Baffert uh, with nine. So, uh, I mean, your stable continues to to connect on a consistent basis, and uh, you're going to be busy today and in particular tomorrow. You've got three in today, but I only want to talk to you about a couple of them. One of them is in for a tag. We'll leave that horse alone, Phil. But uh, today's first race, I never knew, uh, you know, Nick Alexander was a country music fan, but... I gotta believe he is. He he named uh, the three horse uh, Johnny Paycheck, and this is a live horse. Been away now since early December. You're adding the blinkers today, and you keep him on the grass against Calbreds going six furlongs uh, out of the turf shoot. Yeah, he, he's trained very well. I, I thought uh, blinkers have helped him. Uh, I've been looking to run him long. The, the long races didn't go on on uh, the turf or the dirt, so. Um, but but he's ready to run, so we're going to run him again here, six furlongs. But again, I think the the blinker should help him put him in the mix. But um, really look out for him when I stretch him out. Interesting, you know. Uh, I, I I thinking about a horse that you run tomorrow for Nick. I I don't know about you, Phil, but I've heard of Joe Six Pack, you know, in reference to the common man and so on. But he's got Jack six-pack in tomorrow. We'll talk about him in a few minutes. But let's get to Alice Marble. She's been uh, running on grass and running very well. Uh, but you go to dirt. She's three for three on dirt. The, the thought process uh, into coming into this spot, and, and it looks like a good one with a short field of five, California-bred fillies and mares. Yeah, it was, it was a tough decision to figure out whether to run her in the dirt race or the uh, wishing well yesterday. Uh, Flavian's been brazing her in the last couple times. He, he thought, you know, she he thought she runs good on everything, but he thought she was just better on the dirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to take his advice. And she has won a couple of races on the dirt before, and uh, we'll run her against Calbreds on the dirt today. But she's ultra sharp and and uh, and doing well. Nobody likes the rail in this type situation, but that's where you find your, your yourself. What kind of a trip do you do you hope maybe Flavion can work out? I think just you know she's tactical Philly. She she uh she can be on the lead, she could sit second, third, you know, so I think he's got some options to play with. I think he'll probably break her out of there and uh, just kind of see what the other ones do, but I mean if uh, for some reason they want to give her the lead, um I'm, you know, uh, she can take it or or she can try. Phil, uh, a really interesting race on the card today, uh, race three, and uh, th- that's what a dude. Now, you're in for a $32,000 tag and uh, had been trained by David Jacobson, who's back to training in New York. i got to believe you guys are friends. Uh, he shipped this guy out here, and he remains in the ownership line. He's caught a couple of off-tracks in his last uh, couple of starts. You go long grass here today at Santa Anita. How long have you had what a dude? I haven't had him for long. I mean, I think he came here probably a week after his last race at uh, Aqueduct. You know, he trains steadily, but to me, I mean, I think I have him spotted right. He trains like a 32-2 life horse. I think a, a cut below um, starter allowance foes. But, you know, steady nonetheless, and I think he's spotted well uh, for that spot. i got to ask you a question. Did, did David leave it up to you as to the condition book? Just, hey, Phil, wherever you think he fits? 
Yeah, absolutely. That's what I you thought. Know, he, he's good. They're good like that. And, and uh, you know, I have some starter allowance horses and can kind of gauge where I think they fit. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think he spotted well. He, he, he spotted the win, but, but uh, I think that's the spot for him. Our guest is Phil D'Amato, and right now we're talking about a couple of his horses that are entered on tomorrow's President's Day card at Santa Anita. Phil, let's go to race five. Uh, you went to the toolbox here. Now, you talk about an interesting horse, one of the big question marks on tomorrow's card. Classically, draws the rail going six and a half out of the turf chute. Has been away since early September 2021. You're adding blinkers. He's been gelded, and he's going to be getting Lasix first time. This is only his second start, but you got to look at the fact he was bet on first time out. He was 7-2 to two, uh, with Pratt at Del Mar going a mile on grass way back in September of 21. 21- 21 and you get Flavion back today yeah this, this horse has probably taken a very uh strange trip back <laughs> to, uh, to the races he he if you got if you look back and watch that race he was making the winning move in the race he was making this big wide move with Flavian and a, and a horse took a, a misstep in front of him bobbled and Flavian actually jumped had to jump over that horse and uh, just kind of, uh, you know, just messed up his chances that day. Huh. So um, he, the horse, he'd come back. We had to do a little, uh, had to clean out a, a chip out of an ankle. And then I probably had him ready to run for about the last two months. And um, because he's been out so long, I'd have to breathe him off the list and again off the list. And the timing of the races never worked. So this horse has been... Uh, his uh, his you know training pattern looks kind of obscure for me, but he's just kind of been ready to run for months, and he's been breezing with some good horses. So uh, we reunited him with Flavian. He'll come running late. I think at the end of the day, he's definitely going to want to run long. He's uh, in a mischief out of a a, a mare. Uh, Mike Mitchell and, and I both trained him Fanicola, mm-hmm. who was a, a graded stake winner in grass marathon races. So, um, but but uh, he's training well and, and needs to run. And owned by a longtime client of Mike Mitchell's and, and now yours as well, Anthony Fenicola. Again, been away since September 6th of 2021. That's the one classically on the comeback trail today, sprinting on turf for Phil D'Amato. And then, Phil, I, I alluded to uh, Jack Sixpack. Uh, it's interesting. He just got this condition, Calbred A other than allowance, on December 2nd at Del Mar, but it was on the grass. And this is another part of the great program we've got now for California breads. If you stay with cow breads, he can run back at the same condition if you change surfaces, and that's what you're doing today at six and a half on dirt. Exactly. Tomorrow, we're, rather. We're take, yeah, we're, we're taking advantage of the of double-dipping the, the cow bread condition. Mm-hmm. He trains very well on the dirt at Los Alamitos. Uh, he, he, you know, he'll he bullet work galore over there. So um, we're going to see if that works over here at Santa Anita. But uh, he's training like a very progressive horse. I think um, I'm hoping he's going to turn into a, a Calbred Stake horse uh, down the line. Really? Okay. So that's uh, folks number four, Jack Sixpack. Race six tomorrow. I'm getting greedy, Phil. The last thing, the ninth of ten tomorrow. Six and a half down the hill. You got a couple of them. Uh, you got Phenom, and then. Uh, uh, secrets, secrets told. Juan Hernandez, Kyle Frey, 
What do you make of your chances coming down the hillside in race nine tomorrow? I think both are pretty live. Um, you know, Phenom, she, uh, I don't, we kind of changed tactics on her last time and it was not the, the right time to change tactics. She likes to just, you know, roll on the front end there. And uh, we took a hold of her and she kind of um, got spooked crossing the dirt a little bit, angled out, then came back on late. Um, we're just going to let her roll uh, this this time, and if they want to come catch us, they, you know, uh, good luck to them. And the other filly, uh, she ran a good race, too. She likes to track and attack, so she'll probably be in a stalking position and, and uh, you know, see if she, she's good enough to, to get the job done. Well, as Charlie Whittingham used to say, you, you might have them surrounded in terms of pace here with Phenom and Secrets Told, one of the many Ontario-Canadian breads uh, we, we've seen you with here in Southern California. Hey, again, Phil D'Amato, thank you so, so much for your time and uh, all the best today and tomorrow at San Anita. We'll see you at the races. Thanks so much, Mike. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Phil D'Amato from his barn there at San Anita. And uh, we'll close uh, this segment out with one of the top private clockers anywhere, Andy Harrington on behalf of National Turf. Andy, good morning. You staying warm? No, actually, no. I'm very thin California skin. I'm crying in my beer. Uh, sub 40 degrees out here. So, uh, But uh, we're almost at the finish line for the morning. So Andy, I'll, I'll, I got to say, some of the temperatures I see posted like on my phone and you talk to other people, they just haven't been squaring up with how damn cold it has been on some of the mornings and overnight. And you mix in a little bit of that wind. I mean, it's it's been cold. Uh, the grandstand here in the winter never gets the sun directly on it, so it never it never gets uh, heated up. In fact, it feels like there's a refrigeration unit under the goddamn. That concrete uh, stays yeah. cold. It never gets any direct sunlight, as you noted. Absolutely, and there's, this is kind of a little meadow where the track is, and it's much much cooler than it is up on the two ten freeway. It drops. Uh, at least six degrees from, from getting off the Baldwin exit to get down here. Amazing. So, it, and, and, and I definitely feel it. Yeah. So. And it always drops maybe three, sometimes four degrees, just as the sun's coming up. You can count on it. Yeah, there's a little, there's always, that's, that's a natural rhythm of things, I guess. When the sun comes up, there's just this little breeze that seems to pick up at the same time, and that cools things down just a few more degrees. So, uh, you know, on the other hand, you know, I mean, it's it's paradise. I'm going to walk to my uh, car. It's going to be 65 degrees and clear and sunny, and I'm getting turned the car heater on, and be, all will be well yeah. in the world. It, we're digressing a little bit here, but I, I'm sure you heard about it. I made a complete mess of Gary Young's private box Wednesday morning. I, I got a defective coffee cup from Rosie down there at Clocker's <laughs> Corner. I'm standing there talking to a good friend of mine, Scott Henry, and John Henry, or John Sadler was in the box below. All of a sudden, I, I knew I didn't wet my pants, but my pant leg is wet, my jacket's wet. The bottom just dropped out of the coffee cup, you know. So, if you see Gary, apologies. He wasn't in there at that moment, but he pulled me up yesterday morning about it. Not too happy. I can't help it. Anyway, Andy, uh, today and tomorrow, if you don't mind, who, who's your best bet on the card today? Okay, let's shoot for the fourth race today. Right. There's a horse. That, there's a horse I've been waiting to, to stretch out. The sixth horse in here called Belmont Bill. He's eight to one on the line. I think it's going to. I think he might drift up a little bit more than that. Um, they go back to. They had a terrible trip off this long series of good drills. Uh, Aguilar lost his iron. A bad start. The whole whole deal. Now I think it, it, it gets where I think he can shake loose from this field. 
Um, eight to one's a really uh, uh, enticing price in here. Um, there, and I like I said with, with the, the Bug Boy and Savedra, I think you'll get all of eight to one. So uh, at least today, third race, uh, number six. Belmont Bill. I think I said the fourth race. Apologize. Yeah, you did just once, but we got it. Third race, number six, Belmont Bill, Apprentice uh, Aguilar, riding for Anthony Svedra. Let's go to tomorrow. Going to get a little bit greedy. Ten race card, and uh, Andy Harrington, who, who do you like off the of stopwatch? Oh, fifth race in here, and a big uh, nine-horse uh, field. Uh, the eight-horse in that fifth race is a Mark Glatt trainee, uh, with Mike Smith aboard, Principe, um, who has really run some big races, going two turns. It gets back to sprinting in here uh, and goes to the grass, which I think will help this horse immensely. Uh, it, it hasn't really done anything wrong in its races. Uh, the drill two back on Fed third was 59 flat better than a horse called Clampett. So it's training right, uh, right forwardly along. And I think the outside box, uh, there's not a huge amount of speed coming out of those route races. Have this horse legged up in this group. It's four to one, which isn't the world, but I think I think that's going to hold in here. There's a lot of ways to go uh, betting wise in this in this pretty fun race to to uh, to uh, gamble on and watch. I think so. Uh, the fifth race tomorrow is the eight horse Principe. Okay, for Mark Glad and really a pretty good effort at four to one on opening day, December 26th, with Flavion Pratt. I don't know what went into the situation. If Flavion wanted to get back on uh, on D'Amato's comeback or on the rail classically, or, you know, Mike Smith had ridden this horse first time out, who knows what, what all comes into play. But no right. question, Princip, with a, with a race at the meet, got a big, big look in career start number four. Uh, first time on the grass, I like that route to, to sprint angle no matter the surface change, don't you, Andy? Absolutely. You, you take out the fitness question right out of the, uh, right right? Out of the box. Yeah, so you, that, that, that you can put in the rear view in a race like uh, in, in, in that move. So uh, I'm right there with you. Andy, uh, tell us about National Turf and how they can access your stuff. Sure. Uh, go to nationalturf.com. I got a workout report there with grades. You can kind of get uh, some added information that's not in the racing form and hopefully uh, kind of uh, spotlight some horses that you may not consider and maybe knock some horses in, in some of these rolling races that uh, make your ticket larger. And hopefully I can maybe dissuade you from betting some of these horses that are maybe not mm-hmm. training so well right now. So nationalturf.com, it's, uh, you can get it by the day uh, or uh, any longer term also. Andy, stay warm. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Take care, Mike. Bye-bye. Okay, you bet. And, folks, uh, a, a quick note on the Derby Room out at Fairplex Park in Pomona. And I believe my good friend Bob Ike is going to be out there today. If not today, it'll be tomorrow. Say hello to Bob. Does such a great job. You might even ask him who he likes on the card today. Uh, the Derby Room at Fairplex, tremendous access. Uh, they're right there at White Avenue and the fairgrounds out on the uh, the northeast corner. Uh, free parking, free admission every single day at the Derby Room. Say hello to Armin and his staff. They run it right. They're on top of things. Outstanding customer service. They've got a tight uh, menu out there. 
reasonable food and beverage pricing. They put on enough live clerks, and they've got a ton of self-serve machines. That's the Derby Room at Fairplex Park uh, in Pomona, the gateway to the Inland Empire. We're going to take a quick time out, and uh, we'll be coming back very strong with uh, bet on Bruce Finkelstein from Las Vegas, Bob Mazursky, and, of course, Toby Callett and Jonathan Hardoon looming on the back end here. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Don't go away. Angels Radio, AM 830. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room. 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with the Los Alamitos Winter Derby and the Brad McKenzie Los Alamitos Winter Championship Finals this Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight's running of the Winter Derby is headed by the fastest qualifier, Ghost with a Fire. He'll face Stablemate and Grade 1 Futurity Runner-Up. Take a swig of this, plus top runners, Hey Shaker, Good Wagon, He's Chickless, and more. And on Sunday night, it's round three in the Clash of Titans and the Brad McKenzie. World champion Impressum will take on the outstanding Apolitical Pence, who is the only horse to have beaten Impressum at Los Alamitos, plus grade one winner Scoops Dynasty, stakes winner London Toby, and six other stars. And don't miss Night Racing's best bets at Los Alamitos with the early and late pick fours, plus our $10,000 pick six promo on Sunday nights. We'll add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday if there's not a carryover. You can also enjoy all the best of the simulcast racing action at Los Alamitos, featuring the top daytime tracks from around the country. It's Quarter Horse Racing's best, led by Impressum and Apolitical Pence, this Sunday night at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Thank you, racing fans, and see you at the races. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Nemo's is as steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. You know I'm such a Sunday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, and as we've been telling you folks, uh, two days remain of racing today, nine of them, first make it a, 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 yeah, it's a nine race card today, and then tomorrow we've got ten of them, first post time both Sunday and Monday at 12.30 p.m. Let's get up to Las Vegas, Nevada, and say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey Bruce, good morning, I understand uh, you're not such a big fan of Frankie DeTore's? I actually am. He's a gal. Thank you, Dory. I was watching uh, the ninth race. Uh, he did his the wishing his, uh, well customer right. Yeah. His flying dismount. He uh, went right up to the camera, gave it a kiss, and then uh, in uh, I think it was Zoe Cadman was doing interviews in the um, in the winter circle. He gave her a kiss on that. He was he was kissing everything. By the way, after that race was over. Well, you know, and and his wife uh, w- was with us. She flew in. They live in England, of course. He's born in Italy. Uh, he's he's Frankie. I mean, he's he's a guy that just uh, he's got that energy and he's got an air of celebrity around him, and he can some kind of ride. Yeah, let's uh, see if we can get another year out of him. I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> he's the he's the second leading rider. Mike, yeah. what would you would you know what would have been the line right you know in the mid February that he would be the second leading rider? He's over twenty percent. He's riding, you know, he's a European uh, rider. You know, this may be very agreeable to him, Mike, though. Lots of grass racing, only riding three days a week. It's almost like you're kind of in semi-retirement, but you get still get to play the game. Well, you're really making the case here, aren't you, Bruce? 
Let's do it. Come on, Frank. <laughs> you know what? Because it's such a breath of fresh air. Love the Riders. He is. You know, he right? is. I mean, you don't. Uh, let's be. Let's be honest. Like the Riders tend not to be always the most colorful of athletes in the world, at least in the public. And he's one of the few that is really he's a gas. He's, uh, he's great for well, the game. We said this in a press release when it was announced that that he that he's coming here. You know, to ride full time at least early in the, this classic meet. His celebrity transcends the game in Europe, and you can see it by the endorsements he's had over the years and so on. He's known far beyond the bounds of horse racing, and uh, it, it's just it, it's really been nice having him on board. Again, a four-win day yesterday, and he finished things off with that win down the hill and wishing well. And Mike, he's really adjusted, too. You know, we, you think of Euro riders as guys that like to grab horses and sit behind a slow pace. He's been super aggressive on horses at this meeting, uh, so he's not your typical. He's really kind of adapted this season to uh, riding Santa Anita as well as I've ever seen a European rider, other than maybe Flavian Pratt. Right, and, and and what about the Japanese jockey for Craig Lewis yeah. in the third race yesterday? I mean, he, Kimura, he hustled Catalina Eddie away from there, yeah. and you know that's not, not how he was brought up, but he's... He's adapted. I mean, he's really been a great addition. He truly has. Yeah, I mean, the depth is really improved at the Santa Anita Jockey. I mean, go back a year or two, this is much more exciting. A lot of new uh, blood, or I don't know if you call Frankie Tori new blood, but a lot of new jockeys that we haven't seen before. Yep. And they're doing quite well. Like a Tiago Pereira who came back, he's riding as well as he's ever ridden uh, before. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see some new faces, and they're really making a difference at this meeting. Hey, Bruce, uh, nine of them uh, up at Golden Gate Fields, uh, they get underway at 1245, and maybe I'm missing something, but I don't see any races on the grass up there. No, we have. there's no racing on the grass from pretty much January, February, and March. Right. No grass racing right. in Northern California. They take a break. So only synthetic racing, and uh, let's go to one of those synthetic races. I know... The Golden Hour uh, doubles and pick four, they pay well at times. And let's look at one of those races. The ninth race, we're going to go with a couple of pace plays in northern and southern California in, in opposite ways. First off, look at the ninth race. There is tremendous speed in this race. You have a sprinter stretching out called Angel's Advocate, the favorite, Work to Live, who was an eight-length front-running winner last time. And even the bottom horse, Worthy of Magic, is very quick. So this race really lends itself to a closer and I like the rail horse, Ascendancy, who's gotten very good uh, since uh, stretching out in distance. Won its first two route races on the synthetic, coming from off the pace. Kind of got a lackluster ride in its next race. I don't know what happened that day. Just kind of gave out. But then he came back alive with a rider switch to Mon- Monroy last time out. And he lost because he lost a little ground on the turn. That was the difference maker. But he put in an excellent second play, or she did put in an excellent second-place finish last time out. This race is begging for a closer. She gets the rail. Monroy sticks with her today. Uh, she's a crazy 10-to-1 on the morning line. If you get $10, that's a decent price. You might not even get that. But race ten, race 9, I'm sorry, the number one horse, Ascendancy listed at 10-to-1 on the morning line. First condition allowance at uh, Golden Gate Fields and the ninth at Golden Gate today. Assigned post time, 4.54 Pacific. Let's come south to Santa Anita. Bruce, uh, as noted, nine of them today, ten tomorrow. Who do you like on the nine-race program? 
Oh, so let's go the opposite direction. Let's go with a lone speed horse in race two. And I know it's only a, a field of five, but the two, it's my house. Best race came here during the fall meet at Santa Anita at six furlongs when the horse went uh, wire to wire in a game performance. Earned a big number that day. For whatever reason, Mike, it's one of those, if it ain't broke, don't fix it situations. I don't know why they didn't leave this horse sprinting on the dirt. They went to a route race where he didn't see the lead, and he kind of backed up a little bit. And then last time out, long on the grass, speed no good late. This horse is a dirt sprinter. His race at Santa Anita three back is good enough to beat these, and he is the lone front runner with a rider that knows how to get to the front. So race uh, two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, race two, number two, it's my house, three to one, morning line. Edwin Maldonado, the trainer, and uh, first off a $50,000 claim, uh, for Mark Glad here, and uh, post time for race two, right about one o'clock. Call twelve fifty nine. Again, three to one on John White's morning line. Uh, tell us about bet on Bruce dot com and what's there, Bruce. Yeah, we have the full card analysis at Santa Anita. Late races from Gulfstream Park. Best bets at Golden Gate. We also put audio together, audio and analysis together, little podcast slash seminar uh, that goes with the the full card. So check it out at betonbruce.com. Last thing, Bruce, I know you had some thoughts on the way that Super Bowl ended up. Uh, share, share your thoughts with us. I mean, I, I cashed a ticket. Uh, you know, the blind squirrel occasionally does. But I have to agree, I think that was not the greatest call in the world. I, and I'm not sure it would have made a difference one whatsoever in, in the outcome of the game. Uh, uh, Philadelphia probably still would have been down a field goal with a minute, minute and a half to go. I mean, there's no guarantee. However... When I think when you make a call like holding or pass interference, it's got to be obvious at the end of the game. It, and it really, I, I thought that was a, a ticky tack, uh, poorly timed call by the officials. You hate to see that happen in such a great game, Mike, that, you know, everyone's second guessing now what would have happened. Uh, so I'm going to get on the officials on this one. And in a case like that, swallow the whistle, please. I'll tell you, uh, what did help the officials and, and by extension, the league was, uh, first of all, the head coach for the Eagles. He he played it right down the, the middle, yeah. very diplomatic. And the guy that got flagged, his name escapes me, but he said he held him. He said it was my only shot. So I think it was Brad, was it Bradbury? Is that the, I can't the remember. But that said, Bruce, I, I agreed with you. But, uh, you know, we had Billy Kilmer on here last Sunday, and he was all over the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, he, he he was right, Andy Reid. I think Andy Reid in the second half, yeah. I mean, if there's ever a doubt, he's one of the all-time greats. They came out, and they just turned it around. And how about they, one half, Mike, how about one incomplete pass for Mahomes in the second half? I mean, yeah. was that about as perfect a second half offensively as you've ever seen? As far it, as it, it was, and Jalen Hurts played as well. I mean, he, he played did. a tremendous game. But, you know, I, I knew Billy, he, he was involved with Kansas City. I happened to be, I, I bet on the Eagles. I, I, I thought it was ticky-tack. And he called me the other day, and I'm driving, he says, well, the guy held him twice. So, <laughs> so I guarantee who am I to argue called. with Billy? You know? Yeah, he's right. But you know what? That's probably a, a call you could probably make on every play downfield. I mean, somebody's touching your jersey Almost every time, well, you know. I guess by the letter of the law, it is a hold, but you know, there's yep. different degrees, right? Of fouls, know. you know that, right? And, and I, I know this: at the line of scrimmage, uh, both sides of the ball, they let him play. 
Now, I understand the secondary, when you're out there with separation, it's different. And I think what the guy saw was the jersey pull a little bit. I, yeah. I, you know, he's in the moment. I, it, I, I hated it myself. I did. Me too. But. Me too, but I'll take the money. Yeah, right. I thought you might. Hey, Bruce, all the best, and uh, we'll try and get lucky down here. Race two, number two, It's My House, 3-1 to one with uh, Edwin Maldonado up for Mark Glad. Have a great day. Take care, Mike. All right, uh, we'll close this segment out with our good friend, top handicapper, Bob Mazursky. Hey, Bob, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Good. I know you're a cheesehead. It seems to be uh, almost getting unanimous. A lot of people thinking uh, Aaron Rodgers is, is is moving on down the road. Well, honestly, I think that's the time has come. You know, at some point you have to rip the Band-Aid off and move on, and I think maybe now's the time. And yeah, I think they believe that Jordan Love can play. So you know, and if that if they can't, if he doesn't, if they move on to him and he doesn't play well, then you start over again and draft another quarterback. But I think it might be time. Aaron's forty, and he did show signs of slippage this year. I know they had a lot of uh, different reasons for why they didn't have a good year, but he did not look like the same quarterback he had the previous two years. But I, I do think Vegas is the most likely destination for a lot of reasons. Uh, go there, play with a chip on your shoulder, and if they got off, get off to a good start, who knows? Yeah, exactly. And you'll get to play with Devontae Adams again, so I think yeah. that'll be a good thing for him. So, I, no, I think it is time to move on, just like I thought at the time it was time to move Arms and Favre and give Rodgers a shot, and that turned out okay. All right, Bob, uh, before we do that, I, I, I was glad to hear you mention with, with Bob and John yesterday passing of a, a dear friend of ours and a colleague for many years, uh, you know, in the press box here at Santa Anita Hollywood Park and previously at Los Alamitos. She was our race wire operator, and I can tell you a whole lot more. When I came into the position of director of publicity, she was kind of my rudder. She really was. She proofed everything, and I can tell you she had her hands full in that regard. But Linda Mintz, uh, you called me uh, Wednesday at Santa Anita, said you got the word Tuesday night that she had uh, passed away in Arizona at age 75. And I know the people listening have no idea who we're talking about, but she was a really, really good person. And I'm glad to hear you gave her her props. The one thing I had forgotten about Linda, she loved to play. And as you said, she put her money up and was happy with everybody when we won. And if it didn't go well, no chipping. No, exactly. She uh, she was a good winner and a good loser. I mean, if things didn't go well, she never complained. She no. never second-guessed. She just, like you said, if everybody up there, I think, liked her. She got along with everybody. And, uh, you know, she's going to be sorely missed. Uh, I had a lot of good times with her over the years, as we all did. And, like you said, we worked together for well over 20 years and uh, yeah. carpooled with her to Hollywood Park on many occasions. So, yeah, going to miss her. She might have had the odd skirmish with the dean, Jack Carlick. I don't know. You know, <laughs> Jack could transgress at times, but she put him in his place real quick. Like, anyway, Bob, uh, we've got today and tomorrow, if you don't mind, a best bet for, for Sunday and Monday. I'm going to go to the fifth race today. I like Jeff Mullins on, in both races. I like Good Buju, number nine in race five today. She chased her stable mate running with the boys last time who came back and won routing after that. It was her first start in more than two months, so I think she'll move forward off the, that race. Number nine, Good Buju, and today's fifth. And then tomorrow, I like a horse that won last time with the jock switch to Hector Berrios in the uh, ninth race, number eight, Tom's Beauty. like the way she won. I think she can come right back tomorrow in the ninth race. Boy, has that uh, developed into quite a, a, a jockey trainer combination, Mullins and and, uh, and 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 this jock Hector Berrios? 
no doubt, no doubt. They've been become very proficient together. And Barrios is really an excellent rider, and he's really good on the grass. He's always seems to be in the right spot. He's a good position rider. So yeah, he doesn't always get the greatest opportunities, but he makes the most of those that he does. Very quiet on a horse. Would you agree? Absolutely. You know, no, he's he's really impressed me since he's come to California. Again, your best bet uh, tomorrow. That's Tom's Beauty in race nine, number eight in the ninth race, and then Good Boojoo, number nine in the fifth race today. Thanks so much, Bob. Have a, have a great day. Hope to see you at the races soon. All right, Mike. Take care. Thank you. You bet. Bob Mazursky with us, and uh, we'll step aside one final time here on a Sunday morning. Coming back strong, heading to South Florida. Going to be checking in with Toby Callett and then Jonathan Hardoon. Take two from Saratoga Springs. Don't go away. Radio. AM 830. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our ID. PTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing fans, join us this Sunday and Monday for great racing and good times at Spectacular Santa Anita. We'll have special holiday racing on President's Day Monday, and it's also Dollar Day with $1 beers, sodas, and $2 hot dogs. Sunday's racing will be highlighted by the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes for California-bred fillies and mares at six furlongs, and on Monday, we'll honor one of the greatest cowbreds of all time, two-time Breeders' Cup Classic winner Tis Now with the $100,000 Tis Now Stakes at one mile. Attention, families. Our popular infield family fun zone will be open this Sunday. Fans, be sure to check out our all-new first coast-to-coast pick five. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races at Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park each weekend. And don't forget, we offer free admission and parking each Friday, along with $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race place. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's 
Nemo's is as steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. If you're looking for a quick weekend getaway or maybe you've got friends and family coming in from out of town, check out Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. Conveniently located just south of Seal Beach Boulevard, Sunset Suites gives you ready beach access and your walking distance from outstanding breakfast, lunch, and legendary dining establishments right on Pacific Coast Highway. Just listen to some of the testimonials. It's a place like no other. Very quiet and a short walk to the beach. Very clean with all the amenities. The owners are amazing and always accommodating. We can't wait to go back. There you have it. Take the 605 to the 405 exit at Seal Beach Boulevard west to Pacific Coast Highway and you're there at 16401 PCH. Go ahead and get away for the day. Make your Sunset Suites reservations now at 562-592-2292. That's Sunset Suites at 562-592-2292. Life's a beach, so enjoy it at Sunset Suites. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. And welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, uh, Hey, listen, folks, we talk a lot about uh, Western Rooter, great supporters of the show uh, the past few years. Listen, if you have any plumbing needs, commercial or residential, uh, drain cleaning, water heater installation, whole house water filters, touchless sewer repair, a trenchless sewer repair, right, rather, uh, gas leak detection, 24-hour emergency service, commercial or residential. Say hello to my good friends Mike Glenn and Larry and John Batala over there at Western Rooter in Arcadia, serving the San Gabriel Valley for nearly 40 years. Give them a call at 626-507-9947. Western Rooter, the best in the West. All right, let's get to South Florida and check in with Toby Callett on behalf of TobyCallett.com. Hi, Toby, how are you? I'm great, Mike. How about you? Uh, we're doing well. Ten races today. Goldstream, I know the weather conditions yesterday were very good. More of the same today. More of the same today. Um, we just don't have a, a, a radio play quite like uh, yesterday's, but uh, we do have a radio play that should be useful to the folks out west that's in today's ninth. Well, hold on. Hold, hold, hold on, Toby. L- let's get to that play. Uh I mean, what did, what did you have? The superfecta cold? I mean, it was off the chart. No, no, it was it wasn't the superfecta. Uh, we got a lucky trip up the rail. Let's uh, let's call it as it was. Uh, but the twenty one dollar winner, cold exacted one hundred eighty nine sixty uh, for two dollars, and a two dollar cold try for eighteen twenty three twenty. We did not give out the super, um, but uh, that's you know. If, if you're upset that I didn't give up the super, you can change the channel. <laughs> and you, th- this was yesterday, and of course you're on every every Saturday with Bob Ike and John Lindo. That two dollar trifecta came back one thousand eight hundred twenty three dollars and twenty cents. 
and you, you had it cold. Uh, to, to put it mildly, you're seeing the ball, Toby. Seeing the ball, and uh, it's been uh, it, it, you know, things, things are coming around. You know, now that we're yeah. on the grass you know, more consistently, uh, we had a horse uh, last Sunday that came off our horses to watch list that paid ninety eight dollars, and uh, so it's uh, it's okay. You know, this is this is the golf stream that uh, that I know and love, and uh, when, when they run the races on the surfaces that we're familiar with, and uh, the weather is typical uh, South Florida wintertime weather. So uh, you can't beat it. And uh, four out of the ten races today uh, are on the grass. You know, we've talked about rider additions. Uh, Javier Castellano, a Hall of Famer, I think a four-time Eclipse Award winner, uh, has has been a regular this year at Gulfstream Park, and I know that uh, that's certainly a, a very very nice addition there. Yes, uh, you know, he he came back uh, you know like during COVID. You know, he he, had, he and his family they live in New York and. Uh, so he had to worry about getting back and forth and mm-hmm. the like, and you know, then he had some physical issues. But as I said on yesterday's show, uh, he was on a horse that uh, we gave up and helped the folks in the uh, Coast to Coast Pick 5. Um, he's, he's a rider that doesn't get all the prime months anymore, you know, like the Ortiz brothers do or uh, Tyler Gaffalone does. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that he's, he's a younger Johnny Velasquez. Uh, would, would be the way that I, I would put that, especially if he's living in the Fletcher Barn. For That's years. high praise. He, he, right, he, he learned a lot from those guys. I watched him ride here as a bug boy when he and Abar Cohen well, were young mm-hmm. riders uh, developing, uh, coming out of South Florida. And uh, he's just flat out, he, he, he's a good, sensible rider. <coughs> and like anybody else, you know, you get a win or two, or you get on a live mount or two, and, um, you know, it's a little wind in your sails, and, uh, you know, he knows his way around the racetrack. He's also a nice guy. Anytime I ever had, used to be in the paddock uh, in the way back days uh, when Todd Shrupp was the host, and I was the two-year-old pedigree analyst at Calder. Every two-year-old race, I was down in the paddock with, with Todd on the on the local broadcast, mm-hmm. and Javier would come out of the jocks room, and he'd always have something nice to say, or I'd tell him a joke, and he'd, he'd laugh right away. And um, like him since he was a young kid, and uh, a few times I've seen him since, he hasn't changed. So... Uh, he is a class guy and, and a very good. And for the, those that aren't familiar or don't know his career that well, I would say he's maybe slightly underrated um, based on, uh, you know, what's the old, uh, what has he done for me lately idea that uh, right. so many people have, that instant gratification. But, Toby, uh, uh, we're up against the clock. Let's make some money. Okay, race nine. Here it comes. I like the five. After I mentioned Todd Fletcher Barnes, Cantari. Behind him, we're, we're using uh, the nine, Axelm. The four, hoping him, and the six, Detroit City, five nine four six to get all the six. And today's ninth at Gulfstream Park. Okay, and post for that four oh seven Eastern. And uh, once again, the the top horse is who, Toby? The top pick is is number five, Cantari. Yeah, and you've got Axelm underneath, right? Yes, Axelm is second. Yeah, uh, you've got, uh, the four, hoping him is third. And the fourth play for the Super Sector is Detroit City. Terrific. Hey, Toby, tell us about the website. You get all Gulfstream all the time. Uh, horses worth a closer look. Three key plays. Those are the races I'm looking to play myself. And every day they run, we publish. That'll work. Toby, Toby Callan, always a pleasure. Look forward to checking you with Bob Ike and John Lindo next Sunday, 9 to 10, right here on AM 830. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. You bet. We'll close things out, as we always do. Take two with Jonathan Hardoon. Hey, John, 
Come on out to Santa Anita. The water's fine. Nothing like following a hot handicap like Toby. Boy, I'll tell you. dollars triple, $189 exact, and a $21 and a thanks, Mike. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. Great, great job. Great but you're job. you're Good more than Peter. equal to the task. As, as I often yeah. say, you're the king of the Cowboys when it comes to handicapping. Oh, yeah. The modern-day Roy Rogers. Okay. <laughs> Mike, let's look at the seventh race today at Santa Anita. It's six and a half furlongs sprinting on the turf, not down the hillside. And I like the number two horse in here, Rebel Posse. This is a five-year-old who's been gelded since his last start. Uh, Phil D'Amato took over the training two starts back, so he now makes his third start for D'Amato, third start back off of a layoff. Kazuchi Kimura aboard to ride. We're getting six to one on the morning line. Full field, late scratch of the seven, Ted. So nine go. I like number two, Rebel Posse, to win today's seventh race. Out of San Okay, number two, Rebel Posse, six to one on the line. And uh, I left this one alone with Phil because I don't want to talk too much about claiming horses, you know? (laughs) I knew what you were doing. He was dropping them in, and uh, you did the right thing. You don't want to put them on the spot. That's the right thing to do. But you're more than happy to. So, seventh race, uh, number two, Rebel (laughs) Posse. Uh, Tell us about J O N H A R D O N dot com. Three best plays, $10. Full card, $25. Today we offer Gulfstream, Oakland, Santa Anita, and Aqueduct Selection. John, uh, is tomorrow's card up yet? Oh, that'll be like 6 o'clock tonight. It'll be up there, yeah, 6 o'clock tonight. And, and I did it already, Mike. I handicapped it. It's a terrific, terrific betting card, especially Santa Anita's card. Can you turn one horse loose for us? I can give you a 15-to-one shot. How's that? Yeah, that'll work. Seventh race, six furlongs on the turf. Number seven, strikingly, a four-year-old filly from the Marcelo Polanco barn. Hector Berrios aboard to ride, and they go way back, Mike. They started in Florida together, and uh, success has followed them out here. You're getting 15 to 1. You're getting Hector Berrios from Marcelo Polanco, number seven, strikingly, in the seventh race. Okay, th- thank you so much, John. Got a little bit greedy there. And along uh, with that, when is Champagne Poetry uh, going to make her next start? She's running on Friday, and I just got the great news. Full field of 13, I believe. Every other race in New York has 67 horses. <laughs> I get in the race 13. <laughs> Wait a minute. As a handicapper, you're always bemoaning the short fields. As an owner, you'll take yeah. it. Yeah, give me that five-six six pack, right? <laughs> Exactly. Okay, Friday at Aqueduct. We'll we'll look forward to that. Hey, John, all the best. Uh, what what's the weather there in upstate New York today? It's cold, but it's nice. No precipitation, no rain, no snow, so we're good. So mid forties. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Hey, John, have a great day. Thank you so much. All right, Mike. Stay safe and be well. All right, Mike. Thanks to Leilani Mabri and then Jake Rich coming in here. He says it's an angel hat, but there's way too much blue on it. Anyway, folks, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Don't forget, we're up and running tomorrow, President's Day. It's Dollar Day at Spectacular Santa Anita. Hope to see you at the races. For everybody involved, I'm Mike Wilman. So long. listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. 
Brought to you by the all-new Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. And by Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. You can taste the aloha.